0: Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Daniel al Sudini. He's based overseas. He's an employee at a current company and can't wait to break free. For your chance to win 100 bucks, Top Tribe, simply subscribe to the podcast now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. I give away 100 bucks every Monday. You are listening to episode 308 of The Top. Coming up tomorrow morning, you're gonna hear from Nicholas Haas. He built an ad tech company that has hit 500 grand in 2015 revenue with a 26 year old at the helm. You're gonna love this guy. Okay, Top Tribe, good morning. Our guest today is John Rulin, and he's the number one all-time distributor of out of 1.5 million distributors for one of the largest direct selling companies in the world, which we'll talk about in a second. He's considered the foremost expert on on accessing CEOs, attracting 10 times referrals, and cutting through the noise with high-level executive gifting. John, are you ready to take us to the top? I am ready. All right, let's do this. What is the direct, uh, what is the company that you're working for?
1: Um, well, we don't really technically work for them. We I interned with Cutco cutlery, the, the you know the knife people. Yep, they've been around for like uh, almost seventy years. So Cutco is uh, is kind of a um, well, it, it's a small big company, about two hundred fifty million in revenue uh, out of New York, and so that's the uh, the direct sales company. That, I feel uh, like that I feel like everyone
0: with. who is currently a successful entrepreneur either did Cutco or they heard about it when they were young or sold candy at their like school fair or like did one of these things. It's where you cut your teeth, no pun intended uh, in entrepreneurship, right?
1: It really is. Yeah. I, I thought I was going to go be a doctor. I, I went and interned with Cutco, thought it would last maybe a summer if I was lucky and um, was fortunate to have some mentors at the time that, uh, that taught me uh, kind of some radical generosity principles. And I started to apply that to, to Cutco and really created their corporate gifting program. Yep. And, um, and so, you know, 15 years later, I mean, we've, we've grown, we've added other companies, we've done a lot of different things, but Cutco still to this day is one of our top, uh, gift solutions for, uh, you know, we have 25 pro sports clients and, and, uh, and even, you know, pro sports teams use it as gifts. So it's kind of crazy. The knife thing kind of stuck.
0: So tell me about first year, how much that first time you interned from them, how much did you make over that summer?
1: Um, I mean, gross profit and, and net profit are always... you know Everybody wants to talk about the revenue or their gross profit and not really talk about the real numbers. But I would no, say... No, I want to talk about clear, what you made, what you personally yeah. took home. What I really took home that first summer was about uh, somewhere between eight
0: and $10,000. I mean, how old were you at that time?
1: I, was, I mean, I, that was 15 years ago. So I was 20 years old.
0: 20. That's, pretty, that's
1: not bad, right? You're
0: going to get all the ladies with that
1: cash, right? <laughs> all right. It's, uh, yeah, it's a little different than working at the Gap or McDonald's or landscaping, making eight bucks an hour. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, totally. So, uh, eight, and, and how much in total revenue did you have to sell to bring home eight to ten k?
1: Um, that first summer. Now, you know, Cutco is interesting, like any other direct sales company, um, or any other commission position for that matter, um, is all based on on a sliding scale. And so, you, I would say that uh, my first summer was about thirty five to forty thousand is what I sold in Cutco. Um, so, and that was, you know, over the course of, uh, about two and a half months.
0: And then you tell me about your best year at Cutco, total revenue and what you were able to take home.
1: Um, total revenue. Um, and then we're gonna dive into so, strategy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so in, in the six, uh, it, it, when we were just doing Cutco, you know, five, 600,000 in, in sales, Cutco is funny because they have, they, they have this thing called CPO, um, it, which is kind of like it's almost like your airline miles. It, it doesn't allow you to really tell how much you're selling, but it's based, it's how they base commissions and all that kind of stuff on it. So it's, um, so yeah, bottom line is, is over half a million in, in sales was my best year, you know, back in the day when it was just knives. And uh, and our take home at that point in time, after, you know, expenses and whatever else was like 120,000.
0: Yep, yep, y- yeah, you're, you're making some, I know it's a sliding scale, but you're taking somewhere between 20 and 27% home.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, because everybody wants to talk about the big numbers, but they're not—they're not building in like you know if you're going to do a, tr- a show or your actual expenses and all that other kind of stuff that uh, nobody wants to talk about. Your role, your so, real expenses. So,
0: what do you? Uh, it sounds like like you—you you had a lot of success at Cutco, and then like you—you you removed yourself from only being tied to Cutco, and you're now doing this like across a lot of clients. So, tell me what you're doing now, and 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 how you're generating revenue from that.
1: Yeah, so at, at, at a core level, we're we speak, write and teach. Um, and I would say consult as well on the topic of, you know, radical generosity, which is just a fancy way of saying we help leaders not suck at saying thank you. So I go out and and get to speak. By the way, I like that much better. Yeah. It's, it's, (laughs) it's, uh, you know, everybody gives lip service to the idea that relationships matter, but how they actually show that in a tangible or on an ongoing way, like most leaders, um, I would say yeah, guys in particular, they just aren't, we're not the most thoughtful when it comes to our, you know, our employees, our clients, our suppliers. And so I speak on that topic and write for, you know, Forbes and some other publications on that topic. And then most people, if they're honest with themselves, are like, yeah, you're right. I, I, I know that relationships are important, but I suck at it. Can somebody help us? So really the back end of our company is we're kind of a logistics company. So, so, if somebody so tell us, me, tell me about the last company that
0: paid, like actually walk me through the example, of the last company that paid you and what you did for them.
1: Yeah. So, so, um, a fun example within the last six months would be the Chicago Cubs. So okay. They reached out to us and said, Hey, we have, and I'd been talking to them for a while, but they said, Hey, we have 400 relationships that are important. So suite owners, sponsors, these are all like people that are spending a lot of money with us and we want to love on them and do something really, really cool. And Oh, by the way, we're remodeling Wrigley field, which is kind of an iconic historical, you know, like landmark and anybody that's into sports Wrigley field is like, you know, it's at the, at the top of the list. And so, They're like, we want to create something to give to these guys that they can't go and buy it like online or Amazon or target or whatever else. So we took, we said, okay, what do you have that you've, that you've remodeled with? And and, uh, they said, well, we're pulling the wood out of the locker rooms of Wrigley. I'm like, perfect. Okay. So we want to give something that you can give to everybody, not just, you know, like five people. This is 400 people with different tastes and preferences. So it needs to be a pretty universal gift. And we, you know, the audio and tech, you know, tech stuff is obviously hot and it always is. And, and so I said, but what if we took, you know, this wood and we created a Bluetooth speaker um, out of the wood. So the sound of the, the, you know, like the best speakers in the world are made out of wood. They're not made out of plastic or metal like bows and beats and some of the stuff that is really cool brand, but sucks when it comes to audio. So we partnered with a company called Listen, LSTN, which is a really cool boutique audio company out of LA. And we took the electronics and the audio parts of that, and we took and we remolded and reformed the wood from the locker room and made these beautiful one of a kind, you know, we modeled serial numbered one of 400. So everyone was like a, was unique and different and had some of the divots of where the wood had been dinged up over the last you know decades and package these beautiful 400 gifts for them to give out to their 400 most important relationships. So what did the Cubs pay you for that? Um, I, I can't really go into exact numbers, but let's just say it's it's um, um, in the hundreds of dollars per per gift that was given out.
0: Okay, so there was 400 gifts given out, called a hundred bucks minimum, so you're talking like 40, what is that, 40? 40 grand, 400 grand, something like yeah, that? Yeah,
1: let's just say it was between a hundred and a thousand dollars per gift. How about got that? it,
0: got it, got it, and that's for you top line. Then you obviously have to actually pay for the flower company to do all the product, like all that. You have costs for every gift, right?
1: Oh yeah, the wood and the the audio and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's um, yeah, it's not uh, it's not not cheap to pull something like that off, especially when a number of companies said it wasn't possible to even yeah. use the wood. Um, so yeah, it's uh, but it's it's one of those things where so you're a pretty I'm, creative
0: guy. I mean, you, if you're thinking of these kinds of gift ideas, you're pretty creative too.
1: Yeah, it's weird. I'm a, I'm a farm boy at heart, but I think that it's uh, my DNA is I, I I'm very good at seeing the angles and looking at things a little, maybe a little bit, maybe it's, you know, cause I've always, you know, I started out bootstrapping and being, when you're poor, like you've got to just be creative and figure out ways to make things work. And so, yeah, I would say that um, i mean I have a good team of people with me and I have good suppliers. So it's not that like how your team now. Um, we, we only have eight people total. Okay. Uh, but with, you know, like I almost treat my suppliers like employees. Um, And so we really are collaborative. And so a lot of my suppliers that give me, you know, they they treat us like their number one customer, even if we're not just because, you know, we bring them cool projects that and we're fair, like we pay fast. We, you know, like if we try to go above and beyond to be a good partner and and really view it as a partnership, not as a supplier relationship. So whether it's Cutco, whether it's the audio company, you know, I send, I send nicer gifts to my suppliers than what most people send to their number one million dollar client. And so I really try to appreciate everybody that's in our circle, um, because I don't have a business without all of those people, and did yes, I pay them a lot of money, but.
0: John, did your business take a hard hit in 08? Do people, do people stop giving gifts when the economy is tough, or do they give more gifts?
1: Um, so my, my, my business didn't take a hit in 08, but I almost lost the business in 08, because I got a little bit cocky and big for my britches and started, started to invest in real you know, like commercial real estate and invested in other companies, and spread myself so thin that when when everything came crashing down I went through an IRS audit I had a, an employee that was stealing from me that was my accountant and and uh, right-hand person so I 08 was really painful uh, 2007 to 2009 was some of the most painful years of my business but not because people stopped giving gifts I think actually people started to look at their gifting budget and said we're not gonna do we're either gonna do it really nice and well or we're or not, not gonna do it at all um, and so we, we had, we landed some really nice clients during that time, but it, I almost lost the business for outside, uh, reasons, uh, my core business, uh, yeah. reasons. Well, so,
0: uh, well, John, we're going to, I'm going to link to your business. Okay. And everything else in the show notes and NathanLatka.com forward slash the top three Oh eight. John, before I do that, tell me real quick, if people want to connect to you and follow your journey online, where can they do that?
1: Yeah, so they, they uh, well, we have a book coming out in June, um, and it's in the, the, uh, the landing page and all that kind of stuff is going up this month. But uh, giftologybook.com will be that website. They can go to. Did you self publish that? Uh, we went through Book in a Box, Tucker Max oh, and yeah, Zach yeah. and those guys. So I, I kind of view it as a hybrid. I didn't do it on my own, but I didn't go through like Simon and Schuster either. I wanted to keep the ownership rights to it. Um, do they pay uh, you? Does
0: Tucker and the guys do they pay you a, a a front on that or no? Like a revenue front or no? No,
1: no, we pay we we um, we paid them. Got it. Um, but I think relative to other hybrid models that I looked at, they were uh, the most cost effective and the most knowledgeable. So um, I have a, a good friend and mentor, Cameron Harold, who is a, a business coach who's an advisor to them. And when he shared that he was doing his next three books through them, um, and he was paying the fee, not you know they weren't just comping it. I was like, okay, I'm going to look at them. And a they'll more get you posted. in, will they
0: get you in bookstores and Amazon and all the whole shebang?
1: They do the Amazon and they have different levels of what they'll do or not do, depending upon what you want to pay for. So it's a little bit a la carte. There's like three different levels that you can go through. But, uh, you know, the level that I went through, it was like eighteen dollars to $20,000 um, to, you know, to work with their editors. And the, the, the big thing for me is I wanted a first class product, but I also wanted them to, I didn't want to spend two years of my life. Um, I needed to continue to run my business and do other things. And so they made, you know, they they cut down probably 90% of the work by taking the heavy lifting and making it real easy for me to get the information to them and doing it more of an interview style versus me sitting in front of a laptop for eight hours a day. It's like, like trying to peck out like my best ideas. Um, so that, that saving the time was as important as anything.
0: John, is it going to be a bestseller? Are you going to sell a million copies?
1: I don't know if I, I, I mean, you know, Tucker and those guys have done the, the million dollars a th- million sold. I, I, my goal is to be wall street journal bestseller, which I think it'll be that. How much do okay. you
0: have to sell? How many copies to do that?
1: Um, s- depending upon how you, it all has to hit during the same week and whatever else, but I, I would say seven to 10,000 copies. Ironically it's not as many as most people think that it is. And Tucker and, so Rome, and
0: those guys are going to help you do that with distribution or they just help with production of the product.
1: They, we, we, I would say they, they've been helpful in, um, uh, brainstorming and kind of like, uh, being a good sounding board for the best ways to make that happen. Um, but at the end of the day, like, it, like anything else, like if you want to get something done, like we're not paying them to just take it off of our plate and it, which I think that they probably could or would do, but we're, we're doing most of the execution of that through our clients and through our own channels. Um, but they've been, they've been super hands-on and helpful as far as strategy, but not the actual execution of it.
0: Oh, interesting. Interesting. Uh yeah. so you're still doing all the execution.
1: Yeah, we're still yeah. We're we're doing the actual like <laughs> like I'm doing a book launch and the and, and with the Jacksonville Jaguars hires to come speak and they're buying books and, and we're leveraging our, our relationships to get the books sold, but they're there's certain you know, it's like anything, it's a game and and if you're good at understanding the game and how to leverage your, you know, whatever unique assets you have, um, cause you know, it's yeah, it's just a, and you can pay, I and mean, there's companies out there that'll charge you 30 or 40 grand plus the cost of the book if you want to make sure that you're on the bestseller list. And, I hate
0: that stuff. I hate, yeah. I hate that people that game that system because you know what? Their books are shit. Most of the books yeah. are crap The when people yeah, pay no. for placement.
1: No, I, I agree. So, so we're not, uh, we're not going down that, that path. We, we want the book to stand on its own, but you still, in order to, to make sure that they hit, you know, the, the, the <clears throat> whole tracking system of, uh, of book sales, it's just, it, it's very convoluted. And so, at least understanding how the game's played so you can, you know, put out a good product and make sure that it hits the best star list is still. Well, and I imagine, you
0: know, I imagine Ryan and Tucker can really help you. They like tell you what you need to do and what you need to execute to really do it. Cause they've both
1: done it. Huh? Yeah. They've uh, no question, but yeah, having a quality book, I mean, you know, how Elrod's a close friend and, and, uh, and Klein and, and buddy and, and his book is, you know, he consistently sells 5,000 copies a, a month because he put out a great, a great book. He's, you know, develop great relationships and he has a tribe of people that are out there telling people about the book. And so even though he didn't hit the the Wall Street Journal bestseller list when it came out, like he's done the work over the last three, four years to build this amazing following. And really that's our goal is for it to be a long tail. Like I'm not, I don't want to be a flash in the pan for for yep. a week and then like nothing, like crickets the next 51 weeks. So awesome. th- the goal is for a, a long-term book, uh, you know, process and, and uh, success story
0: Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Well, John, we'll link to the book in the show notes at NathanLacca.com forward slash the top 308 so people can check that out. Coming up next, we're about to wrap up the show. It also, though, John, is my favorite part of the show. Do you know what it's called? Do you know what time it is? I
1: do not know what time it is. Come
0: on, dude. It's time for the Famous Five. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Number one, what's your favorite business
1: book? My favorite business book, um, I would say, right now, the, the first one that comes to mind is Give and Take by Adam Grant. Um, if I had to go back to like kind of like one of the character forming books, the uh, The Twenty One Irrefutable Laws of Leadership was my first business book that I read by Maxwell, mm-hmm. and that kind of was uh, was you know kind of my road to personal development back fifteen years ago.
0: Yep. Okay. Number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now?
1: Um, I, I just got the opportunity to spend some time with Gary Vaynerchuk um, through a number of connections and introductions and, and kind of fortuitous. Um, so I would say that uh, that he's somebody that... Um, his, uh, his way of operating and kind of the businesses that he scaled and grown really, really quickly, I, I'd say that, uh, that Gary is, uh, is somebody that's really intrigued me and uh, piqued my interest.
0: Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like FreshBooks?
1: Um, I, I would say that uh, the one that we're working with right now, uh, we're switching CRMs, and we're switching to a, uh, a small business CRM called HatchBuck, and that's probably the one that, uh, that uh, I think is gonna be most valuable to us. So John, would, you know, next,
0: next question, you're launching your biz, uh, launching a new book, you've obviously got your business, you're managing, yes or no, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night?
1: Uh, I would like to say yes, but I have three daughters under five and one of Ooh. them is six months old. So, Hot, uh, darn. not a chance in Hades, uh, <laughs> you know, am I getting eight hours of sleep a night? I, I, We try, we go to bed, so we can get eight hours, but I'm getting woken up three to four times a night minimum. So
0: what, what's your situation? Obviously you're married, are you married? You have kids?
1: Yeah, how yeah, old are married, you? I'm 30, I just turned 36. Okay. Uh, been married in September, it'll be seven years. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, my wife is, uh, you know, entrepreneur's wife. She gave up corporate America to, uh, cause I travel and, you know, do all, you know, my, my schedule is not very consistent. So she's the consistent one in our relationship. And so we got three daughters that uh, one's five, one's three and once uh, just turned six months. And so the yep. uh, so life is, you know, very full at home. That's
0: good. That's so not, not eight hours, but very full life, which brings us to the last question, John. Take us back 16 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew?
1: Um, I, I wish I understood uh, that I didn't have to do it all on my own. I wish I would have brought on um, other people and been more uh, humble and honest with where I was really at and what I needed help with. And uh, when I sold half the business back in 2008, um, it was one of the best decisions I ever made. I wish I had brought on partners and 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 just key people to uh, to do um, the things that I'm not good at. Um, awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, Top Tribe, you heard it here from John. Be humble. Stay humble. get mentors around you. He is the guy in terms of Cutco and top line sales. He's number one there now. Launched off doing his own thing, which you can find at JohnRulen.com. Also has a book he's going to be launching called Gift- Giftology that you want to check out working with amazing clients as they look to create super unique high-end gifts. John, thank you for taking us to the top.
1: Hey, thanks so much for having me, Nathan. It's been my pleasure.
0: If you guys enjoyed John today, go back and listen to KJ Singh yesterday. He built a South Asian dating app and just hit a very surprising revenue target. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today.